0: Welcome to the Tenacious Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Cox. Here, I encourage, support, and coach on all things mental health. Whether it's anxiety, depression, ADHD, or managing your emotions, I've got you. I'll be your life coach, helping you build a life full of success, joy, and tenacity, one episode at a time. Hello all, (laughs) you get to listen to the smooth sound of Jazzy Taylor, (laughs) your life coach. Do I have a cold? Is this allergies? My answer is I have no idea. (laughs) Both? I mean, my symptoms include sore throat, congestion, headache, itchy throat, and itchy nose, I mean, it started out as maybe a cold, but now I'm thinking maybe it's allergies. I have no idea. Anyone else have this or is it just me? (laughs) Whatever it is, I am so sorry. It means that you get to listen to my cold, scratchy jazz club voice for today's episode. I want to take the time to thank all who chose to listen to my I'm back, I promise I'm not dead episode last week. It was a long one, but it sounds like most enjoyed it and I'm so grateful. We're going to dive right into ADHD for today's episode, but before we do, I wanted to give a little update on the website and how things are going there. I've got the Tenacious Heart Moment form up and running, I've got the blog right where I want it, and I've updated the look a bit. If you want to go check it out, again, it's www.tenaciousheartlifecoaching.com slash podcast. If you'd like to share a positive moment from your life, if you have any questions you'd like me to answer... I will read and answer all submissions here on the podcast every episode, every week. You can submit your own moment and questions at my website. The form will always be at the top. And I really hope I get to hear from each of you soon. Another little update on the pod. I'm still working on ways to monetize the podcast without adding advertisements. I really, really really want to keep this space ad free. That's my goal for this week is to have something set up and available for you to use to support the pod or to get more content to you. It's a work in progress, of course, and I'm hoping to have more episodes. I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping to have answers for you next week in episode 15. Today's episode is number 14 and I'm sure you've noticed the title is a bit different. We're going to be talking a lot about ADHD the next few episodes. I personally have ADHD and have a personal complaint for whoever named this disorder. The name of ADHD is Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder. Attention and hyperactivity are only two small parts of what ADHD really is. If I was to change the name, I would have named it dopamine deficit inattentive disorder, (laughs) DDID. I always thought ADHD was its name, lack of attention, poor focus, hyperactivity, you know, like that wild, loud, obnoxious kid in your class that just can't sit still. I think it's safe to say that most of us think of ADHD this way. today. I want to debunk this by explaining in greater detail what ADHD is and that dopamine is the culprit behind it all. As I mentioned in last week's episode, ADHD has to do with your frontal lobes and their annoyingly poor function. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to put your palm on your forehead. Your frontal lobes are right there. Right at the front of your brain, and they have a very important job. The frontal lobes have a handful of responsibilities, one of them being our executive functioning. Executive functions are the cognitive abilities that control and regulate most of what we do in day to day life. I like to describe executive functioning as the part of the brain that controls our ability to do basic life skills. We have Eight executive functions, and they are impulse control, organization, task initiation. I did the same thing that I did last time task initiation, planning and prioritization, self monitoring, working memory, flexibility, and emotion regulation. Next week's episode will go into greater detail about our executive functions. Because today, we're going to be talking about the why when it comes to ADHD. If ADHD is that our frontal lobes have poor functioning, which causes our eight executive functions to go down, even though it really feels like they completely go away sometimes, then the question would be, why? What makes my frontal lobes decide to quit and take a nap every day? Why aren't they working like they should? The answer is in what I would have called ADHD, dopamine deficit inattentive disorder. If no doctor has told you this, (laughs) let me be the first to tell you, if you have ADHD, you're not lazy. You're not disorganized. You're not messy. You're not stupid your brain doesn't create dopamine at the rate it should. Everyone else has adequate amounts of dopamine in their brain. If you have ADHD or suspect you might have ADHD, your brain is starving for dopamine. What is dopamine? What's its job? That's what today's episode is going to be on. Dopamine is a type of monoamine neurotransmitter. I know those are some big words, but I will continue to explain. It's made in your brain and acts as a chemical messenger communicating messages between nerve cells in your brain and the rest of your body. Dopamine also acts as a hormone. Dopamine, epinephrine, and oh my goodness, these are the long ones. Epinephrine and norepinephrine are the main catecholamines. These hormones are made by your adrenal gland, a small hat-shaped gland located on the top of each of your kidneys. Dopamine is also a neurohormone released by the hypothalamus in your brain. I know that's a lot. So let me kind of break it down even more. Dopamine is is sometimes nicknamed as the feel-good hormone. I'm sure you've heard of the same nickname for the hormones, endorphins and serotonin. So what makes dopamine different from endorphins and serotonin? All three of these chemicals are produced in the brain and in our adrenal glands. All three have multiple responsibilities, but are famously known for their ability to create human bonds, joy, and pleasure. Their responsibilities are similar, but how they function is very different. So let's break each of these down. So let's first start with endorphins. Endorphins actually function as painkillers. They inhibit the transmission of pain signals in the central nervous system by binding to opioid receptors, which is basically the body's natural morphine. Endorphins create feelings of relief. That can be from pain, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, etc. That's why they call it the runner's high because intense cardio will flood your system with endorphins, which can feel like euphoria but it's actually creating feelings of emotional and physical pain being relieved. Now serotonin is a bit different. Serotonin's main function is helping the body regulate mood, sleep, specifically your Arcadian rhythms, digestion, and sexual desire. What's interesting is that I learned that 90% of your body's serotonin is actually created in your gut. Did you know that? That's crazy. So if you've got poor gut health, that could be creating low serotonin, which is notorious in those who experience depression. So we've got endorphins that create relief through being our body's painkiller Serotonin is for regulating mood, sleep, digestion, and our sexual desire. Dopamine is very different from its two siblings. Dopamine's main function is to manage and regulate feelings of motivation and reward. That's why dopamine is often nicknamed as the reward center of your brain. It is responsible for those feelings of reward you should be getting when you execute daily tasks, not just when you actually receive a reward. Dopamine is in charge of creating feelings of motivation. This can be as simple as motivation to get out of bed and start your day to the motivation you need to change habits, reach goals, or to do those things you're just not in the mood to do. So now that we know the difference between endorphins, serotonin, and dopamine, now I want you to imagine for a second what if your hypothalamus wasn't creating enough dopamine for you? Your brain is communicating to your hypothalamus, hey, hypo. I need you to head over to the frontal lobes. Yeah, Taylor is making her to-do list for the day and it looks like she's got laundry and dishes on her list. Yep, that means she's going to need more motivation than usual and she needs to be able to feel like this monotonous work is rewarding. That's all I need you to do today to make it happen. Then Dopamine replies, Yes, sir. What the brain doesn't know is that dopamine actually really sucks at its job. It's not that he's meaning to. I mean, he's like the sloth from Zootopia who works at the DMV. He knows what to do. He's very detail-oriented. But he's so slow, This is why Dr. Daniel Eamon calls ADHD sleepy frontal lobes disorder. Dopamine is taking its sweet, sweet time to get to your frontal lobes. Now, I want to explain this a little bit more, so bear with me. I want you to imagine, for me, that you and another person are each given a straw. One is the tiny straws that they give you to stir your coffee, tea, or hot chocolate. The other is the one that they give you for like a smoothie or a milkshake. Imagine now that you've got two empty cups, one for you, one for your friend. The goal is to get the most water into your cup with a one-minute time limit. Your friend is given the bigger straw you are given the tiny straw. You are only allowed to get water into your cup by putting the water through the straw first. Now, obviously, the big smoothie straw would be the winner, no contest. It's bigger, so you're able to put more water in through the straw that then gets into the cup. Can you imagine how long it would take you to fill your cup of water if you had to use the tiny straw? Yeah. People with ADHD are given the tiny straw. The water represents dopamine and the cup is your frontal lobes. You are getting slow, sleepy, tiny amounts of dopamine throughout the day, when everyone else is given the smoothie straw that will get dopamine to their frontal lobes faster and at greater quantities. Like I said in the beginning, hyperactivity and lack of focus are not what's really going on in a person who has ADHD. Yes, those are the symptoms, but it's not the why The reason symptoms like fatigue, hyperactivity, lack of focus, messiness, disorganization, easily loses things, easily forgets important appointments, or tasks, difficulty starting and finishing tasks or projects, inattentive, procrastination, brain fog, and these are just a few symptoms of ADHD. The reason why they show up in our life is because our hypothalamus is creating and sending low amounts of dopamine to our frontal lobes. This then creates poor executive functioning. This is not a laziness issue. This is not a respect issue. This is not a tardiness issue. This is not an intelligence issue. This is not a malicious intent issue. This is a biological hormonal dysfunction issue. I'll say it again. You are not lazy. You are not a bad person with terrible intent. You are not a disrespectful person who shows up late out of spite. No, not even close. You are a person who needs a stimulant via medication. <laughs> that will support your hypothalamus and adrenal glands to create the amount of dopamine you need to be able to successfully function with your day-to-day responsibilities. Do you see now why I hate the name Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder so much? It just doesn't even begin to explain what's actually going on in your brain. The adults, teachers coaches, friends, family, had me believe that I was lazy, that I was dumb, a slacker, that I didn't care about being on time, that I wasn't capable of getting my degree, that I was a failure. And to be fair, (laughs) I was telling myself these things more than any adult ever could. Why can't I just get up in the morning? Why do I always sleep in? Sometimes I don't even hear my alarms. What's going on with me? Why do I have such a hard time with assignments and tests? Why is going to class and being in class so hard? Why do I just shut down when things get hard? Why am I so forgetful? Names, dates, appointments, responsibilities, you name it, I forget it. People-pleasing, poor listening, excessive chattiness, emotion regulation, which can look like quick to anger or quick to sadness or even slow to anger or slow to sadness. Poor self-care, poor diet, little to no exercise, messy, dirty house or room. That constant meh, I don't feel like it. Impulsivity, lots of projects that aren't finished, constant rumination, which is basically a fancy word for my brain won't shut up (laughs) or fast racing thoughts, procrastination, leaving things to the last minute. All of this, all of this, all of these that I'm ranting off on are all behaviors that you and I are vulnerable to actually doing if you're not getting enough dopamine to your frontal lobes there's nothing wrong with you. You're just not getting the dopamine that you need. ADHD is not an attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Those are symptoms of the disorder for sure, but the disorder is that your hypothalamus and your adrenal glands are not creating the amount the amount of dopamine that you need to be able to be successful with day-to-day living. And that can show up in a number of ways that I've described in this episode. And really, that's it, folks. That is episode 14. Dopamine 101 is done. Of course, there is so many things that dopamine, endorphins, and serotonin are responsible for. We can save that for another episode, but at least you've got the basics of dopamine down and how dopamine affects your day-to-day life, especially if you are not creating the dopamine that you need to be successful. With all of this being said, Disclaimer, I am not a doctor of endocrinology, which is like the hormone doctor, right? No, I am not. <laughs> I'm just a lady who has read a lot in order to better understand my own brain, how I function, why I do the things that I do, why I feel the things that I feel. I've learned a lot about myself and how my brain works. Take everything that I say with a grain of salt and and honestly, go read it for yourself. If you want any good book recommendations, I'll send them to you right away. Just let me know. Of course, if you have any other questions, comments, or if you'd like to share your own story about ADHD, you can do all of that at www.tenaciousheartlifecoaching.com podcast. Thank you again for tuning in every week. It means so much to me that you're here keep looking out for new episodes every Wednesday. Episode 15 will be all about our executive functions. We're also going to dabble in how low executive functioning can look different for males versus females. You are not going to want to miss it. Bye.